what's up? Uh, welcome to Who's Your Caddy? Big weekend this last weekend, Ryder Cup. Europe kicks down the United States. Yeah, ugly. Ugly, ugly to start, but uh, a little interesting down the line. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an ass-beating. We, uh, we were pretty much out of it after the, the third session, right? Uh, you could say they're out of it after the first session when they went down 4 nothing. but as the day went on Sunday, I don't know about you, I was convincing myself that they're going to find a way. Um, I don't know. We want to dive in. What do you want to, you want to start with Sunday and work back? Or uh, The first couple of days are kind of ugly. Yeah, but I think we got some good good storylines in there for sure, I think. I personally yeah. only watched until like whole six or seven of singles, and then I had to go. And so I, I missed all the back nine. Missed it all. On Sunday, which I didn't really uh-huh. miss much, I don't think, other than I hear Ricky giving a putt, but that was about it. I mean, yeah, we can get into that in a little bit. I, I guess let's start with the uh, Friday and go wrong, you know, go along. Um, pretty much, I didn't c- catch any of the first round just because of how early it was. But waking up and it was four to nothing, I was like, "What the hell had gone wrong here?" And I mean, I don't know, man. There, there's something to be said that the Europeans they definitely care more about it than the United States team does every year, regardless if it's on U S soil or if it's on European soil, they just give a damn more. You know, the, the story came out today about Xander Shoffley and like Cantley and it's all about money for these guys, which I I get, but like, yeah, on the tail end of all the lift stuff, they're trying to get their, their money where they can. Like you can play for 51 weeks of the year for millions and millions of dollars, but one week of the year, why don't we like set that aside? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, and actually care. But yeah, I stayed up. I I stayed up. I, I stayed up till about three or three thirty Friday and Thursday night, Friday night and Saturday night to to catch uh to catch them. Yeah, I I don't know if that was worth it or not, but uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I would say you, got, you uh, have more uh, patriotism than I do. Yeah, I guess I I think it was hard to stay up uh, Friday or Thursday night after uh, watching the Derek Jeter Grand Wagoneer commercial for like the ten thousandth time. But <laughs> yeah, oh my god, like that man's gonna drive uh, cross country if his, his plane goes down or whatever. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, through the rain. have someone drive for him if anything. But uh, anyway, I mean. The stuff I did see on Friday, I thought was more of, uh, I guess the bigger story was those, the points that they gave up on the 18th. Yep. You know, John Rahm made a super long putt. Um, Justin Rose, I think, was another. I mean, there was like three putts that, that the Europeans made that were very long, that the U.S. had those matches won and ended up having them, yeah, losing through, them half a through point. Yeah, like what, like 14 14 or 15, yeah. they were up in three of the matches and I think tied right. in the fourth match or one down in the fourth match or something, I think. Exactly. So, I mean, you win half of those, it's a different story, but they, they couldn't even, I don't know, the halving of the points is just a heart, you know, it's a backbreaker. When you, when you think yep. about how much of a hole they were in, if you win a couple of those, you maybe have a better chance come Sunday that you don't have to basically run the table, which they still almost did. Um... I don't know. Any yeah. thoughts on like 
I mean, I, I think just like you said, I mean, John Rahm literally had two eagles in three holes. I mean, with the chip in, he's dead in the rough. That rough was insanely thick. I mean, right. I think it lived up to the uh, ball drop in the rough. I can't stand John Rahm, man. Dude, I, yeah, those are, those are always fun to see. But I just, something about John Rahm just pisses me off. I, I don't know what it is. I can't. Uh... <laughs> and Rory. <laughs> Yeah, dude, fuck Rory. I'm so tired of him. He, uh, man, they back it up. That's all. I'll give them that. They, they're yes. great players, but like, they just drive me crazy. I don't know. And I don't know. But they're great players. They've won their matches. Rom beating Scheffler on the singles match on Sunday was almost the nail in the coffin for the U.S. And you got to feel yeah. for Scotty. That, that guy did not play well. Yeah, I mean, I mean crying, yeah. crying after the yeah. fourth session, getting beat. I, mean, I, I want to say that he has struggled mightily in all these kind of match play, President Cup type things. Um, yeah, but you know I who also has struggled, but gets the, I guess the the media attention that he really doesn't is Jordan Spieth. I think I saw a thing today, he, like in singles matches alone, he's like one in six or something. He did not play well. That was for but. sure. He. Uh, I mean, I, I heard something today, like all the captain's picks were maybe the the issue, but if you really look at it, the whole the whole uh, team was not playing well. I mean, yeah. Brooks Kepka was the only one that the captain's picks, I think, won a... Uh, Brian, wait, what, was Brian Harmon and Homa, were they auto, they were auto locks. Yeah. They were right. auto locks. But the two rookies, I mean, Max Homa was the first, the first person to get a full point. And that was in the third session. And he barely did. I mean, like, uh, he doesn't drain that putt on the 18th. They lose the Ryder Cup right there. That, that was... That would, yeah. That, that would have been... Uh, yeah. If he had missed that putt, which is a pretty testy little, like, eight-footer or so, he misses that. They end up having the match because he's up one at that point in mm-hmm. the Europeans And the Europeans win it, so... Yeah. I don't know. When, I, when he made that, I was like, okay, let's see if Ricky can make something happen here. Wyndham Clark somebody yeah but yeah i mean i think i think i think a big storyline and then we can we can get into it but to kind of set the stage on it was all the reports coming out that like there was a sickness in the u.s team room and then cantley and xander like those that, those stories started surfacing and they, they, a lot of the captains were shutting it down pretty quick but word quickly spread out through the uh through the european fans out there with the the hat waving and uh and it, it got a little spicy i think yeah, and I'll be honest. I I think that the what the fans were doing was pretty hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought, I mean every single green waving the hat around. Like, I don't even. Why, why does he not wear a hat? He's the only one out there. Well, they said it was because of the money thing. Like he wasn't going to put on the U.S. flag because of the money. But then they shut that down. And then at the end of the day, I think he was just trying to shut the story down. And it was just he was like, the hat just doesn't fit me. Like, kind of like you. You got you got a big dome, yeah. right? So it's yeah, just like. Yeah. He's just like the hat just doesn't fit, but I think I mean the Joey Lacava, I mean on the 18th that that gave I gave it gave me as a fan it gave the team a spark. I mean I, I had some belief after that. I was like oh maybe there's a chance like this is the the one shining moment for the U.S. team I think. Yeah, I mean he definitely. Uh, I don't know watching Tiger all these years and obviously Joey's been on the bag for forever you don't really see much emotion out of him ever 
Yeah, so there had to have been something. There had to have been. Extremely cool comic collected and like... Almost there had to have been the, something said. Almost to the point where he's boring. Like you see some caddies that are like yelling at their guy or like let's get on with it, whatever. Where Joe the Cobb is always just like almost quiet. Uh, yeah, you're almost yeah, like, so what is he doing? I don't know. I don't know if a fan pushed him over the limit or a European player. He didn't say, you know, it just. But there's an angle that came out, and he clearly was out there mm-hmm. <laughs> trying oh, to yeah. stir it up. I mean, with that was the only thing in mind is like, all right, I'm gonna totally try to get under his skin there, and he did. He got under Rory's skin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I've caddy before, being a caddy before, I think. You would never do that in a regular Thursday through Sunday tournament with a cat. But I think situationally, like, I think he saw an opportunity to maybe try and help. And did he cross a line? Like, the caddy code, like, probably. But he's definitely, he's definitely my caddy, I think. (laughs) I mean, not to be too cliche, but, like, that was, uh, was pretty awesome. And he's getting confronted by the entire, like, European team walking off. Like, that photo's going to live forever. He was Um, ready to take him on. He didn't care. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Bones in the parking lot with Rory, like, trying to jump, like. So I didn't get, what was the deal with that? I I saw. Did you see the clip? I saw the, yeah, I saw La Cava, but I did not see. You know, yeah. him and Rory were kind of talking to each other, and I think Rory said that he told him just to get out of his way. Like, he's a little, you know, closing in on him a little bit, which he probably was. But, like, what what was the deal with Rory and Bones? Yeah, I think I think uh, Bones was just trying to play, like, um, like the mediator, like, just trying to calm everything down. And Rory was, was hot, tr- get, about to get into the car. Shane Lowry is, like, holding him back, and he's just, like, pointing and just veins popping out of his neck trying to trying to get after somebody and bones is just like dude like just chill out and then shane just shoves him in the car and and that was what was the media was left with like going into the night so like they just grabbed onto it and they just ran with it like you know yeah, yeah. Just, um but the i think that drama, that, right? that boosted them <laughs> the caddies i it was interesting because then like the sunday morning they had mentioned that uh lakava had reached out to the european team and um, Steve Sands of the Golf Channel had said that LaCava had met with Rory. So it was almost mm-hmm. like water under the bridge, no big deal. Well, they go out and play all their matches, the singles matches and all that. And then Rory came in and interviewed him. He's like, no, I haven't met, I have not talked to him. So hmm. I don't, I, yeah, was, there was a lot of wishy washy reporting, I extremely, think. Extremely, extremely. Yeah. And I saw a thing too. It was like, this was the first time, like in Ryder Cup history, that like the media, or like the Ryder Cup didn't uh, basically censor uh, like what went out. So like people that were there covering, like they could just they didn't nothing had to be like screened or anything like that. Like they could just put it out. You talking it was about almost like, like, what, like language or what? Just like anything. Like they like it's almost like a like an Augusta National like rule. You know, it's like everything's got to be this way. Oh. Like you know, and I think the Ryder Cup in the past had done something like that. And this year, what they were saying, like a couple of the guys that fall like Ian. Like, uh, was it Rap? Not Rappaport. Uh, whatever the guy is, um, I'm blanking on his name. But he was like, "Yeah, we could just put out whatever we wanted, and it was it was awesome. Like, we could we could just go with it." So I think it definitely bit them in the ass a little bit. But I you mean, think we that's got full on access. The, like the Europeans hosting it. I mean, did they have maybe a little more lax rules on it compared to. Maybe. I don't even know. Like, 
you might know more than I do, but when the Europeans host it, is it the RNA that puts it on, whereas in the U.S. is it the PGA or the USGA? Yeah, I think they that yeah that that those two parties are the ones that uh, interesting kind of set up everything. Like Luke or uh, yeah, Luke Donald can basically like set up the course and yeah tell the greenskeepers how he wants to do everything, but then everything like whatever like Monday morning is turned over like to them, and then they correspond the PGA and the RNA, I think, and and then they go they go with it. Right. Um, yeah, I I, but, had, I had heard an interview. Um, Stuart Sink, and he was saying that, like, they, the hosting country can really place how they want the course to be, you know, set up as far as the rough, as far as the green kind of complexes and stuff. Pen placement. Yeah, it, it's, it seemed almost like, it's, it's almost a manufactured home field advantage, I guess, which both countries do it. So it's kind of interesting yeah. to see. It'd be interesting to maybe, I mean, nothing's going to go third party. Like they would never host the fans, make the event, um, like they, they elevate the event, but they would never do it in, you know, let's say Asia or something like that. But like, I think definitely a third party, um, setup would be beneficial, um, to both sides. Like have, 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 uh, have, have Liv put it on calling Greg Norman. Let's call Greg Norman. You know, he'd do it. He'd do it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Yeah, he'd, get, uh, he'd climb that ladder. Get the PIF guys involved, and I mean, it's game over. Yeah, any course yeah, they could probably they could mega. probably do it at Augusta. They could probably do it at Pine <laughs> Valley. They got enough money; they don't care. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it definitely has an effect. I mean, this was like um, uh, Paul on uh, on live from on NBC. Like he was just he he was kind of grinding my gears like, all weekend, like. Hazinger. No, um, the European. Oh, uh, man. I thought you were about to talk. I, I can't stand Paul Azinger, that guy. Every shot that gets hit, let's say it's a bunker shot. Let's say it's out of the rough. It's the greatest thing he's ever seen. Oh, that's one of the best bunker mm-hmm. shots I've ever seen. It's like, dude, you've seen 10 million shots. Like, they're not all that good. But anywho, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he, he, was a, yeah, he, was a he, he was a former he, captain. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just, you know... Oh, we the guys in the locker room, you know, man, like they're just he's it's just loving it, like he's just eating like it up. It. But, uh, but like I don't know, he just he was saying, you know, like what what the Europeans do really well is they have they have a great event. It's a great host event. Um, it's great for the fans, um, and it's not like the most you know highly sought after courses like the famous courses. But like when they come over to the U.S., I mean, like we're going to Bethpage Black right. next in 2025, like. We were at Whistling Straits, uh, you know. It's it's just like we. Which I think they've hosted it at Beth Page before, have they not? I don't know, maybe. But I, I get what you're saying. Like every, it seems like all the uh, European courses, maybe because we're not as they go funky. We're not all tapped into the European golf scene, but I don't know about you. I don't really picture Rome having like golf courses. Oh no, I mean I went to Italy yeah. and like. I could, n- I never saw a golf course whenever I was there, and this is what they said ten miles from the Vatican. Like, I think when you're <laughs> when you're inside of Rome, like you feel like this city just goes on and on and on and on until you get somewhere else. Like it's kind of crazy. I didn't right. didn't even know there was good golf courses in in Italy, um, other than the fact that like one of my teammates in college was from Milan, but I mean that was that was it. Hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you think? What, I think there's, there's one other top topic we need to talk about. And I think it was, I mean, you could just say two words, Zach Johnson, like it was kind of pathetic what he did, I think in my mind, um, fumbling across interviews, just looked like it, I said it like in our group text this weekend. I was like, this man looks like he's on the stand, knows he's guilty. Yeah. And he's just lying out his ass. I, I don't know. I think, and then him like going up, going up on on the tee on 16 on Saturday, and telling Jordan to not hit driver. Did you see that? Yeah, and then Jordan hit in the water. I mean, which Jordan is? He's kind of a head case as well. So that's. I think that's something I we can know. all relate he, to. I think I, I think I saw. Oh yeah, 100. percent You get in your own head, and you're like, well, crap. I don't. I don't know if I'm supposed to be hitting this or not. But like. Zach Johnson kind of came out and said that he didn't tell him to change clubs. It was just like advice on what to hit, you know, yada, yada, yada. Of course, he's not going to tell, you know. Yeah, I think there was two angles. I think right. I think one angle that we can all, I mean, I, I plenty of times in a tournament have gone, all right, I'm going to go with a more conservative play here. I'm going to lay up. I'm not going to blast driver. And right. what do you know? You snap hook it into the trees or OB or whatever, and it's like, well, right. I should have done the other. It's like hindsight's twenty twenty. They were saying yeah. after that that um, – I think I think who were they playing? Do we know? Do you remember? It wasn't. Uh, I think it was Tommy Fleetwood. They were playing Fleetwood, weren't they? I can't remember. Or Rose. It was Rose and McIntyre. Yeah. Maybe. I, anyway, I, somebody hit it over, and just went right over the flag, and they caught like the steep uphill into the rough. Like they were in the rough, steep up the hill. That green goes back to front into the water, and so they were like, you know, I mean. Zach just got radioed in by one of his other vice captains saying, hey, like, this guy just went to the water or went to the rough behind the green. Like, this is not good. But, like, just – and Jordan just didn't execute. And that's what it comes down to. And, I mean, that's golf. Like, you execute or you don't. And it was unfortunate that he didn't. But I think they were a little uh, little flustered. There was a camera shot that panned over to him, and they were just, like – just you could tell they were so upset. Like, they were just like, what the hell? I mean, do you- I don't know. I when I think of a vice or a uh, captain, I think that someone that's a little older, maybe. I mean, Luke Donald's pretty young, so I wasn't. I just first time I heard that Zach Johnson was the captain and Luke Donald was as well. I was like, these guys are still playing tour events. Like they're not. Yeah, Zach, not so not much. I don't know about old. Luke. I mean, uh, they're not that old. You know, like in the years in the past, I feel like you had the guys that were like. Uh, What's his name? Tom Watson was a guy. Yeah, Faldo. Faldo. uh, Jose Maria Thabo. I mean, all that stuff like that. So, I I don't know. I I thought that Zach Johnson maybe was a little in over his head a touch. But then again, he's kind of put in a tough spot when it's the European host. Yeah. I mean, and Luke Donald. It's always going to be slow. It's always going to be slanted a little bit against you. Yeah. And it wasn't even supposed to be Luke Donald. It was supposed to be Henrik Stenson. But... That's right. I Henrik totally went to, that. he defected to live. So. Jeez. Um, Honestly, if they had the live guys, they probably whipped the U.S. even more. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, I mean, you know. Does DeChambeau probably, make a difference? I think so. He, 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 yeah. I think he gets you two points, at least. I, I know Ricky's your dude, but I, I don't know if the guy deserved to be on the team. Uh, yeah, Wyndham, maybe a little bit Wyndham premature. Clark, Wyndham Clark, he auto-qualify, Wyndham Clark? Yeah. Because he yeah, won the U.S. I mean, that's Open. U.S. Open, so like you kind of had no way around that. But like, I don't know, man. I, I thought that they, 
it's kind of a good old boys club a little bit. They keep the same dudes. JT played okay. So I think I he's I think he's primed up for a decent season. I think I think he's coming back a little bit. I think he's got to bounce back. I mean, I, don't, I mean, you'd hope so. He's not like old by any stretch, but I think I don't I don't know. This might have been the last time you see Jordan Spieth in the Ryder Cup. This was probably the last time I made that note you for see, him and JT. You see Brooks Kepka in a Ryder Cup. I don't think at, um, at least in a player's capacity, for sure, right? I mean, yeah, 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 for sure. I, I mean. I, I think uh, we're totally leaning in a way where, like, I don't know. It, it, they're going to have to probably change the rules. I, I don't even remember what it was, but they're going to have to li- have live guys in it, I think, in the future, probably for both sides. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, I mean, Zach opened that door. He kept that door open. I mean, right? Like, Brooks is in it. But, I mean, he played his way into it. To I mean, so. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, hats off to Europe. I mean, they played good golf. I mean, they they whooped up on them. I mean, yeah, even no, if I, mean, I think if U.S. played half as good as they did, it wasn't good enough. Still, sure. Even if I mean, it would have been remarkable for them to run the table. Um, and I think the one thing we can take away. Sneak it out by their skin of their teeth, but they I don't know. They they didn't really deserve it. I'd say they didn't play great from the jump. I think I think one thing we can take away from this is Victor Hovland may be the best golfer in the world right now. Victor Hovland is a beast. There's no doubt about it. He's definitely uh, cleaned up his game. I, I don't know. He he's just getting just better and better. So. Oh yeah. I mean, he comes in and like the first. Well, well, just real quick, he goes the first hole of the Ryder Cup over this massive slope on the fringe, and they're like, oh, he's not pulling out putter here, and chips in like first hole one yeah. up and it's like oh boy that was his crutch for forever right his short yeah. game was terrible yeah no touch and it definitely bit him a little bit i mean it, i mean nobody's perfect but yep europe wins um yeah so we can Ryder move on. Cups I, done. Real, real, uh, real quick though what is your thoughts on i guess you didn't really see it like you're saying but ricky conceding that putt they said yeah. it's two foot two feet eight inches and I'm sitting here thinking, I think he didn't know what was going on. Like, he didn't understand or nobody could relate to him. Like, hey, if they win this hole or have this hole or whatever, Europeans win the whole thing. I don't think he knew. That's the only – I haven't read anything or seen anything, but that's the only uh, explanation I would understand is, like, he didn't really know what was going on and he's just being a classy dude. But, like – Yeah. I, I saw the video. That, I, I don't – I don't – I just I was baffled. Even Brad Faxon was on the the broadcast. He's like, he, "There's no way he's conceding this, right?" And mm-hmm. Sure enough, he picked it up. Yeah, I mean, Tommy like reached down there. He grabbed that thing and he just threw his hands up like, "You idiot!" Like, I mean, yeah. in a in any money game match play event that I've ever played, my rule is, and even if somebody gives me a putt in any in any event or any game that we may be playing on the weekends or whatever, is you got to earn your birdies. And I don't know if it was a fair birdie, but albeit it was for the Ryder Cup. Right, I mean, and he, you never know he, what's going to happen. He had never to. Um, what had to happen? I think Ricky had about a six footer. He went in the water, and Fleetwood had to three putt from pretty good distance. So he putted it down to two and a, two feet eight inches. He'd have to miss that, and Ricky would have to make his, and they would still go on. Yeah, I mean, um, Fleetwood won three and two in that spot. So I mean, it was probability it was over. You would just like it, to have seen it extended. A, it's just a, kind of a typical American look. Let's just lay down and give the dude the win here almost. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, th- I, I would have liked to see him 
Yeah. There's the no number, way Europe's doing. Europe is not. If that's the same, the foot's on or the shoes on oh, the other yeah. foot. They're they're not giving that butt. <laughs> no, and the, I mean the the number one rule in golf and match play, especially in singles on a Sunday, is you extend. You extend as long as you can, because that right. gives everybody else an opportunity to flip that one hole or that that one match or something. And and they, they just didn't do it. But uh, yeah, so I mean. We've got uh, we've got a, a big weekend this weekend, right? Uh, we're going down to yeah, Horseshoe Bay, uh, get some golf. Very excited, in. very excited. Been playing a lot of golf, and uh, it's kind of getting at least here, right in Texas, is not the greatest golf in the fall winter months, just because it gets so nasty and rock hard. But yeah, we're about to come we into a, the we have a better, couple weeks. We've got it better than some states, that's for sure, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, we we'll can get, at least get out there. It's not the ground's not frozen solid. Yeah, I won't go out there if it's freezing cold or if it's blowing thirty mile an hour. So I've, I've done that too much to uh, sure to keep going. But I mean, yeah, we're get to play. Maybe we'll play Friday, a little nine hole, uh, par I think three. That's the move, maybe the weather looks nice. It looks like it's going to be in the seventies, which 70s. is nice because it's October second and it's still in the nineties. It was ninety three today, so like yeah. We got to figure uh, any any cooler weather is much appreciated. Yeah, I mean, we were talking. We're like, ooh, like Saturday morning when we're playing again. Like we'll be wearing a little quarter zip, and like, that get, that gives me goosebumps thinking about it. I'm, uh, you'd, I'm excited. You've never been to Horseshoe Bay, right? You never played? Uh uh-uh. uh Nope. Okay. Very yeah. nice. They they've got uh, four courses. They're all always ranked in like the top hundred in the the state, so it should be nice. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Uh, I mean, what's expectations? I mean, Friday, if we play the par three, nine holes, par 27, what's, uh, what's, what's the expectation? What's the goal? Drinks will be flowing. I didn't know that there was even a par three. I thought it was a, is it a, I thought it was a full like 18 hole course. I don't know. I texted Hayden. I texted the groom and I don't know. What is it? What do you say it was called? I thought it was, it was uh, full. Uh, I, I, what they, I think what he's thinking is they have a putting course. So, he said crazy. it's called. It said it's called Blue Lake, Blue Lake. Oh, okay. It's not on property. Okay, they do have a putting course at Horseshoe Bay that is mm. a full eighteen holes with water with sand traps. It's it's think putt putt, but actual like grass golf course, but putting only. Okay. Yeah. All right, so and we then uh, check, we have to check that out. But and then on Saturday, yep, he was saying we're playing a little. Uh, I think scramble probably at. Uh, Apple Rock, which mm-hmm. is a nice course, one of the nicer ones. So, I and don't drinks, know. Drinks will be flowing there, and OU Texas will be on yeah, mid round. Definitely, definitely, we'll have that on the phone. I, yeah, how are you going to handle that? Like, you got to focus on the golf game because there's going to be a, a game going on, and then money on the line, I'm sure. Right. And then yeah, and then and then your your Longhorns are going to be going to be rolling. Uh, can't call them my Longhorns, but they. <laughs> I think Oklahoma wins personally, and I, I I was telling someone this day. I think that OU wins this round. Texas runs the table with one loss. Oklahoma, who knows? They might win, win out. They might not. Oh, if they beat them, <laughs> if they meet in the Big Twelve Championship, I think Texas beats them and goes to the playoff. So you heard it here first, October second. Texas goes to the playoff with one loss. Okay, okay. I uh I think Texas wins this weekend. I think that's uh, I, I just what I think. But uh, yeah. let's circle back. Let's circle back. I know we made some picks last time. You got those on yes, hand? Yes, I do. I do. Give me one sec. 
not good for your boy. Um, so the three games we picked, we had the USC Colorado game, the Oklahoma Iowa State game, and then Ole Miss LSU Tigers. Did I go three and zero? You. I think I went three and zero. Did not go three and zero. You went two and one. So you'd picked USC. Which honestly, the score doesn't even represent. That game was a blowout. Oh, that's right. That's right. They, that's right. Uh, Garbage time. Yeah, and that's just a product of Alex Grinch defense. They, they, <laughs> time and time again at Oklahoma, at USC, they just give up points. They can't tackle. They can't figure it out. But uh, uh, anyways, I mean, so yeah, you you had USC. I also picked USC. So those are some L's there. You picked OU, and I was on Iowa State's train. I don't know. I'd write a stat that like Oklahoma is not always the best at covering the spread the week before Red River, mm. and they put the hammer down. So yep, yep, yep. And then Let's Ole see. Miss gets it done in or yeah in, at Ole Miss, right? They they beat yeah. LSU. I didn't catch any of the game. Did you watch any of that one? Uh, no, just the rushing the field. I think right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. What, what What's your opinions on the rush in the field, man? I I, I don't know. Like, I mean, rushing a field was, against a top ten team or not a non top ten team, I'm not a fan of. What was LSU ranked? Like twelve? I think they were thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I'm top ten. I can see honestly, top five. I think is very warranted. Um, but yeah. Like schools like Texas Tech, they'll rush the field when they beat anybody. I mean, yeah, I mean that could arguably be. And correct me if I'm wrong. You're you're you you cover the SEC a little bit more than I do, but was that Lane Kiffin's like like one of his top three biggest wins? I mean, circumstantial. Like I mean, he I has think, not beaten right? Alabama. He's not beaten. I mean, that's for sure. I, I, probably, probably one of his bigger wins at at uh, Ole Miss. Yeah. So maybe the you know the feeling like you know feelings maybe. inside were getting to them and and they went yeah. for it. The weekend after they got throttled by Alabama, I guess. But it's interesting. I don't know. Arkansas rushes the field quite a few times. Oklahoma State seems to rush the field quite a bit. Um, Just against Texas, whenever we beat them. <laughs> Texas, yeah, that's for sure. They. I think yeah. the last two times we rushed the field was OU. That was Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley's last year. And then the last time we rushed the field before that was when Tom Herman was the coach at uh, oh, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And we had the, the Gundy hands up in the air to the right. crowd meme. Texas, but, I uh, think, was number six at that point. So that's pretty warranted. And I think sure. that was the first I think that was the first conference game that uh, right then. But uh, all right, well let's uh, let's let's jump into like three picks. I think we should uh, definitely go okay. Texas Rangers baseball tomorrow, two o'clock. <laughs> well baseball, okay. Oh man, I don't know what to think about the Rangers. They, I'm looking at it here. They They're are four under- and two. They are four and two against the Rays this year, and zero oh and two at Tropicana Field. Okay, so the money line is the Rangers are uh, an underdog at plus one thirty. Tampa Bay as a minus one fifty is what I show. Over under seven and a half. I'll put a pick down right now. I'm gonna say they're gonna go under seven and a half for the total runs. Interesting. Rangers I'm gonna take the over, and I think it's a must win. I'm gonna go Homer here again. Rangers win. Um, it's a must win, but I think it's like a like a nine to nine to four Texas Rangers win. Hot bats get hot. 
Rangers and over seven and a half. Okay. I like it. I like it. I definitely would uh, love to see that. Let's see a couple quick college football picks. Uh, all right. Let's start Texas OU. So Texas is a, wow, it's ballooned up. It, it opened at, I think, five and a half. I'm showing seven. What? Damn. Are you looking at ESPN? I am looking at the Action Network app. So it's up to seven. Some books have got it at six and a half. So let's give it at six and a half. Caesars has got it at six and a half. So yeah, that's what Te- uh, ESPN's at. Texas, six and a half point favorite. I'm going to take the Horns. I think Texas wins by 10. Oklahoma is very good. They have definitely improved fast in Brent Venables' tenure. But I think Texas is legit as far as their offense goes. They're in really, I think their defense is what wins the game. So Texas by 10. Okay, I think I think Oklahoma covers, but Texas wins. Okay, so close three-point game, maybe. Yep, 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 yep. All right, let's pick one more game. We're about out of time. So, uh, Alabama, Texas A&M, okay. Mm, Bama, yeah. we've got, this isn't uh, College Station, Bama, two-and-a-half point favorite on the road. Uh, A&M's looking better. They've put the freaking beat down on the Hogs, but I think Bama wins this one again. So. Yeah. Bama wins. Bama Tied. wins big, I think. Big, okay. Bama Last wins big, but cool. Well, cool. Well, right. this is a good deal, man. This is a good one. Episode one, one of many, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to circle back, see how we did on these picks, and we will. Uh, we'll catch you talk next to you week. Later.